Already a Thursday morning, and we've already got guests. Seth Everett joins us from NBC Sports, NBC Sports Radio. Download the NBC Sports Radio app and listen 24-7. Just your typical just your typical week of Major League Baseball, Seth. You've got Major League teams batting out of order. Uh, Red Sox and Yankees are at the top of the uh, are, are at the uh, at the top of the division, fighting things out. I mean, everything's kind of normal right now in Major League Baseball, right? Everything's just fine. Well, it's funny because I tried to be very optimistic about Yankees Red Sox, and the first five innings I couldn't watch. It was so <laughs> slow. Now I'm not going to deny the eighth and ninth inning were great, and I actually flipped back because I saw it on Twitter. But Yankees Red Sox for the people who are can soak in every minute of these marathons, all I say to you is Rubik's Cube. Like, just find something else to occupy your time, because uh, it is the slowest form of baseball, and if aliens are on another planet looking at Earth and want to find out what this baseball is about, they would think it's the slowest thing in the world when it's Yankees versus Red Sox. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the approach at the plate. It just felt like it took forever. That being said, I could not believe the fact that Craig Kimbrell had not attempted a five-out save in his life. Yeah, no, I... Uh, he kind of likes the ninth shocked. inning. He likes the ninth inning. Right. I mean, they, they, you, you totally isolate him, but I'm thinking, like, with Atlanta? Like, never? That, that's pretty amazing uh, for that to have happened. But an amazing comeback... Uh, the Yankees are ridiculously hot. The most annoying thing I see on social media is comparisons to 1998. It's May freaking 10th. And, you know, look, for all the people who say Red Sox fans are the most obnoxious in the sports, Yankee fans are right up there. Oh, we're close. And Yeah. Oh, the Yankee fans are right up there. They're in the top they three. They're in the top three. There's no question about that. I may or may not have said yesterday that, well, when they tied for first place, they won't be looking back moving forward this You did year. say that. I might have. I scowled I at that. I didn't I think. quite go. Remember the, remember the obnoxious fan from Cheers that Carla beats up? Like, I didn't quite go that level. That to, <laughs> yeah. me, that to me is the pantheon of obnoxious Yankees fans. Like, I didn't quite yeah. get there, but I was a couple levels below that. So you know? my wife yeah, I always... give them a solid three. I, I give that fan base a solid three. St. Louis is two. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's the one that I, you know, this is where I become an insider and say that just because the media doesn't cover the Cardinals the way they do the Yankees and the Red Sox, St. Louis fans are just as obnoxious. But, man, it's been a while since the Yankees have had that. And, you know, the Yankees are a different team this year than they were last year because last year they were this up-and-coming and, who knew? And wow, isn't this exciting to see the enthusiasm? And they were really likable. This team's not that. This team is is literally just going to rub your nose in it, and that's fine. That's that's what the Yankees are. That's that. They're kind of back to normal, you know. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, all is right in the world again. You know, everything's kind of good in the uh, good uh, good karmically. Like uh, when that happens, you know, the the two things that you uh, you've made some really good points in this in this series. One, it's like. I feel like maybe the players feel like these games either mean more or they're a little more stressful, so maybe. they're taking that little extra yeah. time. Because I'll tell you, Tanaka, you could not feel it last night. He was like the human rain delay yesterday evening. And when right. Tanaka gets on the, when Tanaka's effective and he's pitching well, he's pitching quickly. He's in, he's out. He's when he's not feeling it, man, he is just he's taking all that time. I, I don't, I, they can't get the pitch clock in fast enough for my liking. Oh, honestly, man. in the major leagues, <laughs> I'm in on that. Thank you. I've that's funny. That's uh, funny. Did you guys see uh, Jason Stark's column 
in the uh, in the Athletic today. I did not. I, I, have... I just tweeted it. Um, I was reading this right before I came on the air with you guys, and it's uh, five ideas that could help put the action back in baseball. Um, they are right now on pace. They let me give you this number: nearly 400 more strikeouts and hits, <laughs> and 10,000 fewer balls in play than this year than in 2009. That's from my buddy uh, Jason Starr. I mean, wow. come on. That, that, that's, in, that's incredible. And people think, like, I am a big believer in, I do not want to be the get-off-my-lawn guy. You know what I mean? I, I do have iPads, and I am in technology. I'm not an old man. I'm in my 40s. I've covered this sport for 24 years. But what I'm trying to say is, I'm not the curmudgeon. There are actual empirical numbers that say this is a different sport. No, you're you're 100 yeah. right, and yeah. it's uh, it, it's getting like that. Uh, it, it's getting like that. You know, I went to the um, I, I went to I went to New York over the weekend. Uh, I was at the stadium on on Friday night. I had a feeling I'd be in in the stands for uh, Glaber's first major league home run. I was, and then uh, I didn't catch it though. I was a little disappointed at that. I was a little too far back in section 107. And then I went to the Mets on Sunday night because it was one of those rare weekends where the Yankees and Mets were home at the same time. Sure, sure. I I got to tell you right now, I feel I've always had an appreciation and a mutual respect for Mets fans. Honestly, I've always appreciated Mets fans for the 86 thing, you know, because that gave me years and years of things to to rag on Red Sox fans oh, about. Sure. So I really I really sure. appreciate that. But the the atmosphere there is beautiful. It's a beautiful ballpark. You can tailgate in the parking lot. It's great. And then they've got this team that can't even like Bat in order in the first inning. What what is it, the season started off so promising for the Mets, and then they just they they totally turned into the Mets already, and it's not even the well, end of May. Two, <laughs> turned into the Mets. Um, there's two things about that, and I'll tell you a funny story. Um, Saturday, I was at uh, City Field for Mets Rockies for a couple reasons, but for the biggest reason was it was um, one of my good friend's 40th birthday, and that was what he chose. Oh, man. And I had no. an argument with my wife. I said, I said to my wife, I said, we need more cash to pay the babysitter. And she says, what are you talking about? She goes, what time do you think we're getting home? I said, have you not heard me on the radio at all in the last month? <laughs> I said, these games are excruciatingly slow. And what happens? They played in a 236. Oh, they, oh yeah. yeah. It was like... It was like the Mets and Rockies were racing to get out of there. It was it amazing. Arenado, he, he hit that home yeah, run of the first off the apple because I was I was there in in the first my inning. Wife I was, was in the lading, my wife was in the ladies' room. She missed the whole thing. Yeah, and that's the one run she missed. Like I'm in I'm in the, the section. Run. I'm right in front of the press box. In fact, I, I was actually I get to I got to talk to Jerry Krasnick. Yeah, we were very close. Yeah, yeah, we were right by there. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm watching I'm watching Philly Boston and then I look down and I'm like oh well there's a home run and then I go back to watch Philly Boston and then that was it. I'm like oh. I'll catch some more action later. I caught no more action in that game. Yeah, there was no... <laughs> it was just a strange, strange thing. You know, as far as the, the Mets are concerned, though, um, they are a, they, they are as, as inept as, as it was. And, you know, the, the, the curious part about uh, what took place with the, with the batting out of order, I mean, it, it is such a rare thing that happens. And like I said, I've covered this sport for 24 years, and I've never seen it before. Um, does it mean they're dumb? Does it mean they're bad? It doesn't mean any of that. It just means that you took a team that had a man on in the first inning against one of the arguably worst teams in baseball, and they just sapped the momentum. Like, they were, they were embarrassed. 
And the next thing you know, they lost two out of three to a team like Cincinnati, who in that, in, in that victory yesterday won their 10th game. I mean, it's May 10th. That, that, that's, that's absurd. They're, the Reds were on pace, I think, to lose 111 games. So it's a pretty amazing uh, thing that has happened, but I don't know where the end is in sight. I, I don't know how you fix it. This is why people got on me on social media when I picked the Nationals to win the division, and I didn't think the Mets were ready for prime time. I would, I would say you were right on that. Seth, I know you've got other stuff to do. We will talk to you again very shortly. Seth Everett from NBC Sports, NBC Sports Radio. Thanks, Seth. You got it, guys. Thank Take you. Take care. That is Seth Everett from NBC Sports and NBC Sports Radio here on the B-List talking Major League Baseball. Kurt Heelan from ProBasketballTalk.com around the corner.